Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for YouTube. Tonight, we're going to talk about the um, the reasons kind of young men that are between, I think, the ages of 20 and 30 or 20 and 35. I forget the number that they said in here. We'll review that in a minute. We're going to talk about why so many of them have kind of tapped out on the market. And this is the result of guys going their own way. It's the result of... Um, uh, we'll say ladies being so very um, very accessible and that intimacy is not hard to come by. Now, as you've noticed in a couple of my other videos, um, I have uh, changed some of the language and put in filters on my web page that I show you guys. That's so I can try to keep my channel or get my channel uh, more of the videos monetized and keep it from getting shadow banned so it'll get shared more. Uh, but you guys are all smart. You know what I'm talking about when I change words and plus the majority of it is here on screen next to me. So just understand that's why I'm doing it. Uh, so the first article, I'm not going to read through this one, but I read through it. It's a very long read, but I'm going to sum it up real quick for us. Why today's young men are terrified of fooling around. And the reasons they go through are, are pretty interesting. Number one, the first one is that young men are encountering adult websites at a young age. And so they're getting kind of a skewed view of how intimacy is supposed to work because they're watching videos. And of course, we all know that that's not real life. No, no pizza guy shows up with his junk in a box and uh, all of a sudden, you know, it's go time. Number two is that men are focusing more on college, on work, on their finances and bettering themselves. Definitely uh, seems that they have, have learned a little bit about going their own way and what's important in life. The third one is they're reading so many articles and seeing so many things posted by women online that states that they're very adventurous and they've, they have no shame in having uh, multiple um, partners that, or a high number of partners, that they're intimidated, that they, since they don't have any reference and they've, they, they've never done anything like that before, they're afraid they're going to be judged and they're going to be found lacking, which is... I mean, that's a concern for any young man, let alone when you see every all the girls that are your age uh, talking in a very aggressive, um, kind of crazy manner. And I would suggest reading this article. I'll put the link down below. But it, it goes into a further depth. But it just is, young guys are, are just not, they're just not feeling it like they used to. And, and there's other things to do as well. This next article I'm going to cover is um, one from the New York Post. And it's, it's cheap intimacy is making men give up on marriage. And this reminds me a lot of the old expression. Uh, I think it's an American expression. Uh, why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free, right? And so they're saying basically, thanks to it being so plentiful, marriage may be doomed. The share of Americans aged 25 to 34 who were married dropped 13 percentage points from 2000 to 2014. Um, he, it's by a, a, an author called, or a... Um, sociologist called Mark Regnerus, and he says, you know, it's cheap and it's easy and it's it's available, so guys aren't getting married. And the other thing is he's saying, the same thing, that, that the online adult websites are easy to find, they're easy to access, so that young men have that kind of in their lives so they don't feel that they need to go out and, and date and, and have the, the interaction between with women as much as they have in the past. The result is two overlapping but distinctive markets, he writes, one for fooling around and one for marriage, with a rather large territory in between compromised of significant relationships of varying commitment and duration. 
And as we know, many of them have become very short, the, the, the quick, the one-off culture, right? In generations past, women generally made men wait until marriage to fool around, to get a wife, and therefore fooling around. Men had to be clean, presentable, have a good job. Thus, he says, it gave men all the motivation they needed to become respectable members of society. Now with the online uh, adult webs uh, being so available and uh, the, the, I guess the invention of the pill back in the 60s, uh, fooling around is a commodity where there's very little repercussions other than stigma, and that recently has been taken away. This has left men with little motivation for marriage, uh, and it pre- has a prediction that one in every three people in their 20s will never marry. He also blames um, the cheapness of fooling around for the decreasing education employment rates among men as greater of numbers greater numbers of women get college degrees and enter the labor force six percent more than women six percent more women than men in the twenty five to thirty four age group has have a bachelor's degree and so he goes on to state that guys can now skip the wearing detour of getting an education and career spot prospects to qualify for a good woman thus getting access to fooling around and and in, in some ways, I think this is actually a good thing. And I know, hear me out on this, is in the past, if a guy went and got a good, got a college education, put himself in debt for that, and then got a good job just so he could have access to that part of a relationship, he made an awful lot of, of big sacrifices for his happiness and his life in trying to get a wife and trying to get lucky, as it were. But now with this kind of dropping off a little bit, uh, I read somewhere else that not only is the workforce, the women, a larger percent of the workforce now, uh, but they're they're definitely a larger part of the college workforce. And I think what men are doing, and I hope this is the case, I haven't found any, any statistics to back this up, but I hope this means young guys are following their passions and their heart and what they want to do and not trying to live up to society's expectations of being a good man. I haven't found any information on that, but I'd be interested to hear what you guys think of it. Some of you are still young, and I know a lot of you are kind of doing your own thing, so let me know what you guys think of that. Uh, Regnerus argues that while women have maintained their role as the uh, gatekeepers of the bedroom, men control the marriage market. And given the ease in which intimacy can be accessed, Ragnaros believes that men's motivations for marriage have all but disappeared. He surveyed 15,000 people and found that among unmarried respondents under 40, for every 82 men who wished to be married, women said the same. So basically, for every five men or five women that wanted to be married, only four men wanted to be married. That's 20% difference. That's pretty big. This ratio, he says, keeps ultimate relationship power in the hands of men. And I knew this, and I've read this in many places, because women will say they have all the control. They only have control of the, the, the fun house, right? But they don't have the control of getting proposed to and getting married. And as long as the dynamics are the way they are, yes, women will control who they fool around with, but men will control who they marry and who they get in a long-term relationship. And men are giving up on that because they don't see the long-term value of it, and they don't want to fall in love and get involved with a woman who is so easily out there. So they're just saying, nah, not for me. I'm going to do the, the, the easy casual life. And if we follow the 80-20 rule, where 20% of most of the men are having all the fun and the other 80% aren't, well, those 80% are finding other things to to do with their time rather than, than waste on trying to go after women. And the other 20% are having too much fun to want to settle down. 
so anyway, he, he goes on to say, this ratio, he says, keeps the ultimate relationship power in the hands of men. To plenty of women, it appears that men have the fear of commitment, but men on average are not afraid of commitment. Uh, the story is that men are in the driver's seat in the marriage market and are optimally positioned to navigate it in a way that benefits their uh, fooling around interests and preferences. It need not even be a conscious behavior on their part. In turn, he writes, this leads women to settle, entering in the doomed or under otherwise entering into doomed or otherwise unsatisfying marriages. And then, of course, when that fails, they're back out of the market trying to do themselves one better. So all this uh, Ragnaros concludes means that it's uh, as long as uh, the availability of fooling around is such at a such low cost for men, then women will have increasingly difficult times finding a partner partner worth committing to. In the domain of of uh, intimacy and relationships, men will act as nobly as women collectively demand. And there you go. And since they're not acting or demanding anything very noble, men don't need to. The last one I'm going to touch on here is uh, the last article here for, for this segment is young men giving up on marriage. Women are not women anymore goes on to say, while more young women say that having a successful marriage is important, fewer men share that goal. Now, this is an article from 2013. I was kind of looking up anything that had kind of the same theme to it. And and this one popped up a couple times and it's had uh, over, uh, let's see, over a million, 1.1 million likes on Facebook. So I, it's been read a lot. So I figured this would be a good one to share. Uh, they go on to say, uh, this is by Hillary White. So woman writes this one, and the previous one was written by a gentleman, I believe, by Larry, yep. Okay, so fewer young men in the U.S. want to get married, uh, want to get married than ever. While the desire for marriage is rising young, uh, among young women, according to a Pew Research Center, Pew Research found that the number of women 18 to 34 saying that having a successful marriage is one of the most important things rose from 28% to 38 to 37% in the last, uh, what would that be, 13 years, I guess. The number of young adult men saying the same thing dropped from 35% to 29%. Pew findings have caught the attention of one U.S. writer who maintains that feminism, deeply entrenched in every segment of the culture, has created an environment in which young men find it more beneficial to st- simply opt out of the couple, coupledom entirely. Suzanne Venker's article, The War on Men, which appeared on the website of Fox News in late November, has become a lodestone for feminist writers who have attacked her position that the institution of marriage is threatened, not enhanced, by the supposed gains of the feminist movement over the last 50 years. And we've talked about this, and I've, I've said it in some of my other videos. Feminism hurts everybody. I don't think it's really benefiting anybody. And if it is benefit, it's the short term only. Because what happens is, again, by putting your thumb down on men and saying that they're not good enough and they're not deserving enough and they're not this and they're not that and they're the problem of all the woes, there's two types of guys. There's the guys that are going to fight back and there's the guys that are going to say, I don't want to be bothered with this stuff anymore. Well, we're the guys that usually say, I don't want to be bothered with this stuff anymore. But the guys that are fighting back, they're not fighting back in the way you'd think. They're not going to prove themselves to anybody. All they decide to do is say, all right, well, I'm going to make my life the best it can be, and I'm going to show you what you're missing out on. And I think that's what's happening in a lot of, in a lot of markets as well. And so it's kind of a, a double-edged sword for, for women. Where have all the good, meaning marriageable men gone? Is a question much talked about lately in secular media, Venker says, but her answer backed up by statistics is not to the liking of mainstream uh, commentators influenced by feminism. 
She points out that for the first time in U.S. history, the number of women in the workforce has surpassed the number of men, while more women than men are acquiring university degrees. So what this ends up doing, women like to marry up. They like to marry men that are more successful, that are more rich, that are more financially available or well-to-do, more socially uh, strong or stable because they want to be, they want to take their status and elevate it. Now, you could say men that would, what would be similar for a men would be an average looking guy dating, I don't know, a rich supermodel. That would definitely pull him up. All of a sudden he'd be going to Hollywood parties and people would probably be asking, you know, why is he, why is she with him? But that would elevate him as well. Well, women want that also. But the problem is that when women look out in the market and the vast number of, of men are not as educated or have a blue collar job versus a white collar job, they think they're inferior. So if you look at Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and others of their ilk, they don't have college degrees, but they're hardworking. And you can be blue collar. I mean, blue collar welder or electricians can make eighty hundred thousand dollars a year, where your two hundred thousand dollar, you know, political science degree will not get you anywhere close to there. You're probably looking at forty or fifty thousand dollars a year. So to assume one's intelligence or one's financial abilities are based on education is incorrect. But that's what many women are doing today, is they're judging men based upon their academic learning and upon their job title, and if they're white collar, and if it's fancy. And so the problem is these women say, well, there's there's no men out there to date anymore. The truth is there's plenty of great men to date, but they're just looking in the wrong places and are requiring the wrong requirements to to be happy, as it were. So the problem, they continue, the problem, this new phenomenon has changed the dance between men and women. With feminism pushing them out of their traditional role of breadwinner, protector, and provider, and divorce laws increasingly creating a dangerously precarious financial prospect for the men to cut loose from marriage, men are simply no longer finding any benefit to it. And we've said this many times. Until the laws change, no way, no way. You're you're signing up for basically jumping out of an airplane with a 60% chance your parachute won't open, and if it does, you're still going to lose half your crap. When I asked them why, the answer was always the same. Women aren't women anymore. Feminism, which teaches women to think of men as the enemy, has made women angry and defensive, though not often not knowingly. Now the men have nowhere to go. It is precisely this dynamic, women good, men bad, that has destroyed the relationship between the sexes. Yet somehow men are still to blame when love goes awry. And this is something I mentioned in my video about the uh, divorce rate between women marrying women, that it's still as high uh, and, and than a traditional marriage, and the men marrying men is much, much lower. Uh, so it's, we get the blame, but it's not always our fault. Men are tired, Venka wrote, tired of being told there's something fundamentally wrong with them, tired of being told that if women aren't happy, it's men's fault. Feminism and the sexual revolution have simply made marriage obsolete for women as a social and economic refuge, but this is a situation that should not be celebrated by feminists, Venker says. See, I think a big part of this is that, you know, men work because I think we like the challenge of it. And and yes, we want to do something that we love, but even if you're in a job that you don't necessarily love, if you have the drive to better yourself, or to say, I'm going to use this to get into this position for a stepping stone to move over here, that keeps a lot of us happy. I mean, that's what I did in my previous job. I think also that it's um, we're competitive. We're a little bit more competitive. And so we like to, to compete against others around us and prove that we can do a good job. 
I don't think that women have that to the same degree. And so what happens is when they work very hard and they get their degree and they get into the workforce, they get burned out. And it was an article I was reading that there was something, and I forget the percentage, so don't quote me on this. I, I can't say that my statistics are right. But there was a percentage of women that were now professionals that were now in their mid to late 30s. They had their degree. They'd finally paid off their college education. They didn't have any kids yet because they were putting that off until they found the right guy. But because they were working so much and their standards were so high, they hadn't gotten married. And all of a sudden they realized they had nothing that they wanted. They didn't have a family. They didn't have children. They didn't have a career that they wanted to keep doing for the rest of their life because they were getting burnt out. And so they were finding out too late that they were unhappy. And as a matter of fact, I read an article by a woman that was 60 years old. and I don't remember it and I don't have it pulled up. So you're just going to have to trust my memory on this one. But she was in her 60s and she said, you know, I wish I could go back and tell my younger self not to think and act and be and do what I did. Because now I'm in my 60s. I'm alone. I don't have children. And, and while I still enjoy my job, this is not the life I would have chosen for myself. Now, not to say that all women are going to go through that. But a larger percentage are kind of feeling that they're doing what feminism tells them to do. And once they've done it, the end results are not quite what they've been promised. The article continues on. It's the women who lose. Not only are they saddled with the consequences of fooling around by dismissing male nature, they're forever seeking a balanced life. The fact is women need men's linear career goals. They need men to pick up the slack at the office in order to live the balanced life they seek. A cross-section of research data from the Pew Research Center for the last months of 2012 shows the alarming trends for marriage and childbearing in the U.S. One report published in mid-December said that the latest consensus data showed barely half of all adults in the United States are currently married, a record low. Since 1960, the number of married adults had decreased from 72% to 51% today, and the number of new marriages in the U.S. declined by 5% between 2009 and 2010 alone. So just in one year, it dropped 5%. Now, what it is here 10 years later, I I don't know, but I I guarantee you it's continued to do so. Moreover, the median age for first marriage continues to rise. Uh, I'll jump past that. If the current trends continue, the share of adults who are currently married will drop below half within a few years. The gap of 22 percentage points between the, the value millennials place on parenthood over marriage was just seven points in 97, and they found now it's much higher. So... You know, the the big takeaway here is going to be that um, men are learning and men are seeing what's going on. And whether a young man is noticing this because he's seen a father, an uncle, a friend, a friend's parents, a brother, an older brother, somebody that's gone through this, that worries them. And then when you jump on channels like uh, Reddit, uh, 9gag, uh, 4chan, Twitter, and and not to even mention, you know, men going their own way channels. Guys see all this horror show out there and they say, man, I am not too interested in this anymore. And then, of course, there's enough information getting out about divorce statistics and about paternity fraud and all these other things that guys are saying, ah, I don't think this is right for me. And even if it's what they want, because I know a lot of you have commented on my videos before saying, man, but I want a family and I want to have kids. Even if that is what you want, the reality of it happening is getting less and less. So even if that's something you want, I think a lot of young men are learning it's not really feasible or, and possible in today's society. And because of that, the, the reasons for having kids and the reasons for getting married 
are just not enough for men to pull the trigger. Guys, I'm going to keep it there. Thank you all that have donated to me. Uh, I've got my Bitcoin and uh, PayPal links below. Please like, comment, and share. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this. And as always, stay safe and stay smart. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.